This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. If you're sponsored, Dan Watkins, I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm amped up, buddy. I am amped up. You know, this is the show that a lot of look forward to all year long. I know it is. It's exciting for you. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's coming up before you know it. It's crazy. It's coming up. It's crazy. It's like it just comes, it creeps up on you, and then it just smacks you in the face. And when you talk about the holiday season, what is the most cherished symbol of the Yuletide? Christmas tree. You better believe it. A real Christmas tree. Not any of these artificial trees that are in the closet and, you know, you, you, you take them apart, you put them up, and they're dusty, and maybe the lights work on them, maybe they don't <laughs> pre-lit and all that. You don't ever get a chance to get burned by the bulbs. By the way, the C9 is my personal choice for the Christmas bulb this year. Okay, well, we'll get into that, Jim. Let's, you know, you're, you're jumping the gun a little bit here. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm jumping because I'm so happy to have with us and, and not not only a former guest, but an old friend, Matt Bowman of Tradition Trees. And, you know, when you think about Christmas in Metro Atlanta, you think about traditional tr- Tradition Trees. That's right. Okay. Matt, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show, and thanks for taking the time to come. I know this is a very, very busy You're preparing for the onslaught, so uh, welcome back. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Dan. I am happy to be here, and uh, I, was, I was thinking about it in the car getting over here uh, this morning that... Uh, our tagline is it wouldn't be Christmas without tradition, but it's kind of it wouldn't be Christmas without uh, Matt going on the uh, Four Seasons Home Show here yeah. on uh, 106.3. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've done it. I, I don't, well, he's been on us, what, at least two or three other times? because <laughs> I think it's, it's beca- more than that. I it's think, become I think a holiday tr- uh, tradition here. Yeah, yeah, I bet you it's been, I bet you this is probably like the seventh time I've, over the years, and it hasn't always been on this station, but we've been and doing it And why do we bring him back, Dan? He's the best. Because he is the Maharaja of Merry Christmas, I'm telling you right now. He, he is, you know, when people, if you haven't heard him before, get ready. Don't change the dial because Very you're going you're gonna to get the history of the Christmas tree now, and then some. It, it might sound a little tongue-in-cheek, but I'll tell you, all jokes aside, this guy is the guy to talk about trees and what kind of trees and why you should have a tree. And and uh, and he's got some other services, too, that I'll let him get into. But first of all, um, for those of you who may not be of, uh, real familiar with Matt, I'm going to ask Matt to give a short bio on himself, how in the world he got into this industry and the genesis of Tradition Trees. Go ahead, Matt. Sounds good. Well, I've been, uh, Tradition Trees has been open here in Atlanta since 2006, and I personally have been uh, in the Christmas tree business since 1996. Uh, that's hard to believe, but I was 18 years old when I first started uh, fooling around with Christmas trees, and uh, Christmas was always a, a big deal for my family growing up. I just loved the Christmas tree, and my mom would hang garland everywhere. And 
uh, as I as I got in the business, I just I loved it and and kind of stuck with it. And in uh, in 2006, I got I got serious about it and and created the brand and got a website, all that all that stuff that uh, was you know fairly new for businesses back in the uh, in the 2000s. Um, and, and since then, we've been uh, you know bringing Christmas to Atlanta every year. We've got uh, we usually set up uh, five or six locations around the city. We have uh, Christmas trees available to purchase online. You can put a deposit down and uh, reserve your tree for pickup at one of our lots or or, or deliver it. Uh, right now, we got tree, crews all over Atlanta hanging Christmas lights, uh, you know, making it easy for folks. We handling premium Christmas trees that we, we get from North Carolina and Tennessee and all over the Appalachians. We also carry some uh, some West Coast trees, the good old noble fir that people seem to really love. Uh, we, we work hard year round, believe it or not, to uh, ensure that we just get premium Christmas trees to Atlanta and try to provide some services for folks that uh, really make Christmas easy. It's a stressful time of year, and our goal is to, to make it easy on folks. Well, one thing I want to bring up, because I know you won't bring it up, so I'm going to bring it up, and that is what you guys do for the community. You donate a lot of trees, right? Let's talk about that a little bit because I know that's important to our audience to support companies that support their community like Tradition Trees. Well, thank you, Jim, and uh, you're right. We don't do it for the uh, for the recognition, but we know uh, first and foremost Christmas is a time of giving, so we want to be uh, you know a part of that. So we we do donate a bunch of Christmas trees to uh, uh, organizations all over the uh, all over the city, Atlanta Community Food Bank, uh, Children's Health Care of Atlanta, uh, among others, and um, we actually do. A lot of fundraising as well with uh, with resales through our uh, our wreaths company, which is traditionwreaths.com. Last year, we were able to raise uh, just about seven thousand dollars for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta through our through our wreath fundraising. Wow, I love it, Dan. Don't you? I do, I do. But you know what? I always love the most out of the whole show is hearing the history of the Christmas tree. Oh yeah, how? Yeah, exactly. And I know, and you know, he always does such a great job because we, you know, we put that we we put a tree up every year, and and but sometimes we we'll wonder. Well, how in the devil did we did we go out in the forest and cut down a tree and bring it into the house and put stuff on it? How did that ever come about? What does that have to do with Christmas? But I'll tell you what, when it comes to an answer, Matt Bowman's got it. Go, Matt, go. Sounds good. Yeah, it is kind of kind of wacky, right? What 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 brought us to this point where we uh, bring Christmas trees in our house and hang lights and ornaments and all the all the trappings and trimmings that we, we throw on Christmas trees uh, it is uh, it's a it's a long story believe it or not so uh, it really starts back um, in uh, uh, really ancient times um, when uh, tribes in Europe uh, in what is, would most be considered Germany uh, today uh, in the in the winter months when it was cold and dark and didn't seem like spring would ever come on the winter solstice a lot of these tribes would have celebrations where they would cut down an evergreen tree to remind them that hey at some point spring's coming we're going to have green trees and the grass is going to grow and we'll, we'll we'll get out of this cold and dark and dark age and it just became kind of a a winter solstice celebration for folks um, and that was happening in the in the uh, cultures uh, prior to uh, the birth of our Lord Jesus and then after that when the church would send out missionaries all all across uh, Europe and um, you know wherever they could go to, to spread the good word that's where uh, we we kind of get to the to the Christian connotation with it where uh, Saint Boniface and this is back in the sixth century AD so the 500 eras he was a missionary out in the uh, in the Germanic areas with these tribes and he noticed this tradition that happened to coincide right around Christmas, the, the winter solstice, where they would celebrate with these uh, evergreen Christmas trees. And, and most everyone knows, like a, a, a lot of the conifers, a lot of the evergreen trees kind of have that triangular shape. Well, St. Boniface used that triangular shape to 
kind of make the analogy to the Trinity with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So it was an easy way to get these pagan tribes uh, interested in understanding what uh, what Christianity was all about. So uh, before you know it, it became a, a Christian tradition to uh, put up a Christmas tree in uh, in the wintertime to celebrate Jesus's birthday. Uh, some, some monumental dates were in 1444 in Riga, uh, uh, Estonia. They actually started putting up a, uh, a Christmas tree, a big giant Christmas tree in their town square that they still do to this day. So since 1444, that, that place has done it. Um, when it became a big deal for residential uh, folks was uh, really the Germans started doing it all through the Middle Ages. Um, and then uh, old Prince Albert married Queen Victoria over in England in the, uh, in the middle of the 1800s. And he grew up in Bavaria, so Christmas trees were a big deal for him. And he started putting a Christmas tree up in Windsor Castle with uh, Queen Victoria and their family. And it just took off like like wildfire, where the where the uh, all of the English society started putting up Christmas trees, and it became a big deal in England. Um, and then slowly, it made its way across the Atlantic over here to America. So where where uh, you know now at this point, folks are folks are buying Christmas trees all over the place. Um, I think there's uh, a advertisement from uh, the New York Times back in the 1870s where a guy was cutting trees from up in Maine and bringing them down into uh, into New York City. And before you knew it, there was a a pretty thriving retail Christmas tree industry. Um, and at this point, it's just become a, a pretty big business. Anywhere from uh, 32 to 35 million live Christmas trees are sold every year uh, across the country. And um, obviously, even in Hawaii and Alaska, folks are folks are celebrating Christmas. Uh, there's Christmas trees grown in just about every state of the, of the union. The uh, USDA recognizes 11 different types of Christmas trees, believe it or not. But here in the, uh, here in the southeast, uh, everyone's favorite is the good old Fraser fir. It's grown uh, native to the Appalachians. And uh, it's grown in the mountains, and uh, the best-growing uh, elevations are above 3,000 feet. So we're talking, uh, we're talking the mountains. Any any folks who've uh, spent some time up in North Carolina, if you head towards uh, Boone, you know, uh, Cashers Highlands area, uh, Boone, Boone's really the the big the big spot where there's just tons of farms all over the place. But yeah, even Tennessee, Virginia. Um, Pennsylvania grows some uh, Fraser firs along with some Douglas firs. Michigan grows a ton of Christmas trees. All the, the West Coast uh, uh, states, Washington, Oregon, there's, there's Christmas trees growing everywhere. Well, you know what I find interesting about the Christmas tree is, um, yeah, of course, it's, it's directly related to the Christian celebration of, Chris, uh, of, of the birth of Christ. But everybody has embraced the Christmas tree, Dan. I know people that are not Christians other religions or don't are not really religious and they all want a christmas tree in the house don't they matt they do we we uh we we definitely sell christmas trees to all sorts of folks and you know to some extent it's become uh, a secular holiday for for a lot of people we always try to say hey don't forget the reason for the season right but uh at the same time it's uh we welcome anyone who wants to buy a christmas tree we got one for them no doubt about it right right and i I think that's pretty cool that they do that right dan well yeah listen i mean you got I'm sure a lot of these things start in different places, right? I mean, Thanksgiving, Halloween, whatever, and and, and things spread. And, and, you know, people do forget about the season a little bit, which is too bad. Um, Happy that everybody gets a Christmas tree, right? And we're we're celebrating it, and they should, right? Especially the other kids or whatever. But And and the kids look at Christmas a little differently than than adults do. But, um, you know, everybody should remember that season um, and why it is. Um, that we do have Christmas. It's the Christ part in there. But, uh, you know, in general here, Christmas is just fun. I mean, it's it's fun for a lot of people. Jim 
And for, for people that don't know, Jim is a, a total Christmas freak. He is, oh, he yeah. is a, you know, he, he really is his favorite time of the year and uh, he gets he gets jacked and a lot of people are that way. Well, I find that in general, although the holidays can be sad for some people and we need to embrace those people and cheer them up and make them feel part of it. But for the most part, I, people just seem to be uh, more optimistic or happier during the Christmas season. You ever notice that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're that's one of the, the great parts about our business is that uh, we get folks on the lot and everyone's just excited. You know, it's Christmas time. The kids are excited. Family's excited. You get to uh, gather around and, and, you know, just have a have a great time of year. And uh, most everybody gets off work. Right. So what's not to look forward to? But, yeah, it's absolutely an optimistic time of year. Well, folks, you know, we're up against a break. We got uh, two thirds of the show left. There's a lot of good information. It's going to tell you what kind of tree, the pros and cons of it, Reese, decorating, how, how, how many lights. I mean, this guy is like a plethora of knowledge. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkas. Dan, uh, before we get back to our guests, I want to know what the heck is going on with all four seasons garage and entry doors. Are you guys doing anything here, uh, any specials that are coming up here for towards the end of the year with the holiday spirit? I know you're a man who loves to give back to the community, so start giving. Give the, give our audience a special, Dan. Well, why don't I give you the 400 off per double door? Uh, or two, two single doors on carriage garage doors and 400 off of a fiberglass front door. All right. You got to get that front door. Get that front door ready. That's what, hey, you wouldn't want to hang a tradition tree, a tradition <laughs> wreath on an old ratty front door, right? Well, that's right. And you know what? Remember, those are two of the best return on investments uh, you can actually make in your entire household. Um, the only thing that can beat it is if you have a carport and you enclose that, then you get you get about right. a five hundred percent return on that investment. You know, curb appeal, the first impression of your home is your front door and your garage door. That's so right. That's keep right. that in mind and really relative to a lot of things you do around the house is pretty inexpensive. Exactly. Well thank you for that. Anyway, if you're just joining us, we're here with uh uh, I hate to see it, say an old guest. It's an old friend. Matt Bowman of Tradition Trees uh, has taken time out of probably his busiest time, believe it or not, is just before uh, the lots go up because there's so much preparation to get ready. But, uh, uh, Matt, tell me, what, what percentage of people in the U.S. choose a real tree versus an artificial tree? Where is that all at now? Uh, that's a that's a good question. It kind of it kind of changes every year. There's some folks who end up getting an artificial, and 
try it for a couple of years and realize, you know what, it this just, just isn't the same. same. It's not the same. <laughs> so uh, they, they come back every year. But uh, there is about 35 million Christmas tree, live Christmas trees sold in America every year. So uh, what is that? Uh, a little over 10% of the population um, uh, buying a, a real Christmas tree. And again, that number can fluctuate here and there. And uh, uh, that's a, but it's a lot of a lot of Christmas trees every But you'd year. say it's alive and well. It's not. Go, oh, go, absolutely. It's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. It's Absol- just, it's absolutely like not. Yeah, right? absolutely. No not. pun yeah. intended. Yeah, you're right. Okay, how many different kinds of trees are there? Let's go through the different kinds of Christmas trees, right, Dan? Yep. Well, I remember he said eleven, but he he didn't. We want to name them though. Let's see. If we want to uh, talk about hey, the pros and cons. Of I just want to quiz him because I know he can do it. And I saw him. He's thinking right now. He's like, man, I'm waiting for one can of I these. Get, uh, can see. I get all eleven out here? Well, the good thing too is that uh, that's just what's recognized. Really, right. anything can be a, a, a Christmas tree, right? If you're, uh, if you're well, Charlie Brown Christmas, proved that. That's right. Exactly. A little tiny, little tiny pine. But uh, <laughs> let's see here. We've got the uh, my favorite, the classic. The uh, southeast zone Appalachian uh, grown Fraser fir. That's uh, kind of the predominant one in the market. That's what everyone uh, remembers. Nice dark green color, little silver underside. And really, what do uh, people love most about the Christmas tree? Usually, that's that smell, right? Fraser fir smells great. So, Fraser fir, uh, we've also got from the West Coast, there's a, uh, a noble fir. That's a uh, another beautiful Christmas tree. Nice, nice layered growth. Again, they grow up on the side of mountains. You'll see videos of uh, harvest where they, they actually pull them out with, uh, with helicopters. It's kind of crazy. They string a bunch of them together and uh, pull them out with helicopters. So that's the uh, the noble fir. There's another Douglas fir. Those are grown on both the east and the west coast. We've got uh, balsam fir. That's still grown up in uh, up in Canada and some of our friends up in the northeast, Maine, Massachusetts. They grow a lot of those. There are uh, the grand fir. We've got the concolor fir. We've got the Nordman fir. We've got the Korean fir. We've got a scotch pine. We've got a white pine. Uh, we've got a Leland Cypress. We've got a uh, Carolina Sapphire. I, I think I've gone over eleven. So just, that's just what the <laughs> wow. uh, you know. There's a, there's a lot of them out there. Oh, blue spruce. Can't forget the good old Colorado Bruce, blue spruce. Which Those is, will poke uh, you. They will. They're beautiful. That's they're the, the, the. Oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. But the, yeah, yeah. Careful. Sharp. I got sharp one needle. one year. I never got one they, again. That's right. They look. They look. Uh, they're beautiful. But I'll tell you what. You trying to put the lights and the garland and yeah. the ornaments on them? Boy, oh they boy. Will, they'll get you. Yeah, no they really are. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny how uh, things change from diff- different parts of the country seem to embrace different kind of Christmas trees sometimes. Uh, I'm from Indiana, and when I was a little boy, of course, we're talking about like 60 years ago, okay, when I was a little boy in Indiana, it seemed like everybody bought a scotch pine. Sure. Now, nobody wants a scotch pine today because they're too flimsy. They don't hold the ornaments. But it's funny how things things are different or, or they change over the decades. That's right. Yeah. No, a scotch pine is still a great tree. There's still still millions of them sold every year. Uh, uh, kind of to your point, it's kind of sometimes you you keep going with what got you there, right? So if right. you had a scotch pine when you were a kid, right. uh, you know, a lot of folks try to try to find them uh, as adults. Um, and, again, we've got uh, – it's hard to remember all the different types, right? So there's yeah. a lot of people who – uh, they don't necessarily know what type they're getting, but they'll they'll give you the I'll know it when I see it, or I'll yeah. know it when I smell it. Well, Dan, you being a Michigan native, I bet you guys had the Scotch pine when you were a kid, didn't you? 
You know, Jim, I am not the encyclopedia that you two are, <laughs> and and those kind of details escape me, to be but honest But you had a real you. tree or artificial tree? We did. We had real trees. Yeah, yeah, no, we had real trees. Did you go out and cut the tree down in Michigan? You know, up there, I can't remember. Um, I remember, obviously, you know, throwing them up on the top of a car back then, you know, no truck or anything like mm-hmm. that, but... I can't remember if we cut them down. I don't think we we ever. Yeah, so ever Michigan, cut them down. you can go right out and cut them down. No, you can. I mean, they're all over the place. And and in, in, in Michigan, you you probably could just go cut your own down if you uh, you know if if somebody gave you the land to, to go on. If you don't didn't want to get arrested. Let me tell you, I prefer to go out to one of the beautiful, tradi- convenient tradition tree lots and get a tree, because if you go out and cut a tree, you know you might be be bringing in ticks or lice or. Uh, Talk about that for a second. I know some people say, well, we're going to go out and cut a tree for the kids. Maybe not a good idea, and why not? Well, you're, you're, you're right in terms of just going into the woods and, and finding one. You're, uh, it is a live plant, right, that uh, plenty of uh, uh, critters uh, would, would, would call home. And, Squirrel! Uh, yeah, that's right. Everybody remembers uh, the Griswolds, <laughs> right, from uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh, Dan's right as well. You want to make sure you'd have permission, right, before you right, do that. Right. Now, there are plenty of pick-and-cut uh, lots in uh, around Atlanta, not necessarily any right right in town, obviously, but uh, southeast, west, north, there's places that you can go pick and pick one out and cut them. Um, a lot of them carry the Leland Cypress. Uh, the only challenge with that, too, is that some of those trees just don't hold up quite as good. You get them right. inside the house, you're running the heat, they just don't uh, don't really like it and uh, can can kind of be a big mess at the at the end of the season. That's where, again, kind of the difference between what, uh, what we do as a as an independent retailer, I've got great relationships with a lot of small farmers. They cut their trees when we tell them to. So if we're getting a load, if we want trees in Atlanta on, you know, November 27th, they're going to cut them on the 24th or the 25th, really just, you know, 48 to 72 hours before we need them, get them on a truck, get them down here to Atlanta. You keep them watered. Too, we do. You? Yeah. We take good care of them. You don't just they get lay here. them in a pile on their That's side right. and That's let them right. get all the branches broke. Exactly. And... So we're, we're getting a fresh tree. We're going to put a fresh cut on that butt when we get it to Atlanta and uh, keep it in water until until you're ready to take it home we're going to put a fresh cut on it for you before you get it home and as long as you keep water in that thing uh should do fine just uh throughout throughout the season and you know those fresher firs dan they tend not to drop the needles like a lot of other type of christmas trees which i appreciate you know yeah less cleaning jim um one of the things i always like to ask you uh you know just so people know is what are you using other than water on the trees and how often or how much does that tree drink sure yeah tree a christmas tree can drink a ton of water um we do carry a uh, a product called prolong it's it's basically like a cut flower solution that uh, uh can help drink but honestly we, we tell people too you don't necessarily need that uh just good old lukewarm water nothing too hot nothing too cold um and the biggest thing about watering is making sure you have a stand that holds enough water you can see some uh there's some stands that um you know, you can pick up for, uh, you know, pretty inexpensive, but the challenge with that is that they don't hold a whole lot of water. So you're going to be underneath that tree, you know, maybe even twice a day. Uh, a seven or eight foot Christmas tree, which is kind of what the size that is most popular, most people get, that tree, believe it or not, will drink up to a gallon a day. So you really have to uh, take a good, keep keep monitoring it. We recommend turning off any heat vents near the tree just so it's not getting blasted with hot Don't put it next to air. the fireplace. Don't put it next to the fireplace, right? Some common sense applies here too. But uh, the big thing is if you have a, a stand that holds a lot of water, the, the, we carry a, a Cinco stand. That's the company. Um, it's really the best in the business. Not only is it super sturdy and it can hold uh, you know, all different sized trees, uh, but it has your great water capacity. So you're not underneath that tree every day. Uh, we recommend, especially that first week that you get it in the home, to really be 
count on watering it once a day because there's going to be it's going to drink you'll see once you get it in the home and get it set up and it, it kind of lays out and it's looking all pretty uh you'll you'll look and you'll you'll see the the bark you know it'll have it'll be a little bit drier and that that water level is dropping so we just recommend making sure you keep that baby full of water throughout the season and at some point it's really going to slow down and um, sometimes it can even stop drinking but that's sometimes a good sign that it's just kind of full and it it's uh it's got it's full of water so uh just monitor and keep it full of keep it full of water and it'll do great through the uh, through the season well matt i want you to destroy some of the myths where these people think if they put aspirin or, or sugar yeah. or coca-cola or right. cardi rum or whatever yeah, absolutely. in their water that yeah. it preserves their tree that's all those are all myths aren't those they? those are kind of old old wives tales for sure i i certainly wouldn't uh weigh something as precious as bacardi rum or, or vodka <laughs> or anything like that i'd i'd keep that in my uh my for eggnog God's right sakes, you know do right? uh and yeah we've heard all sorts of crazy stories uh, uh sprite is a is a common one and again there's enough i promise you there's and enough that, sugar in that and sap. no seven up yes exactly sprite seven up for whatever reason aspirin is another one that i've heard the, so the the kind of the the science behind it is if you if you if you look at a christmas or really any tree you know if you cut a tree what do you see in the middle you see that white wood you know that's the that's the old wood and then you have the uh the bark of that tree right that's the uh that's really where the tree does its drinking and that's why it's important to give that tree a fresh cut what we're trying to do is open up the uh if you guys remember from your you know eighth or ninth grade biology the xylem and the phloem that are the those are kind of the veins of the tree that help that tree drink and that's really the only part of the tree that drinks We've had customers who come in and they say, all right, I want you to drill a hole in the middle of the tree and I want you to shove this cotton up there and that's going to help it drink. It's really not going to do anything. The tree only drinks from those outer rings and that's why we give it a fresh cut to open up those uh, those veins again so it so it can drink. And again, keep, keep your eye on so it. So you don't it's drill a hole in the middle. Well, we do a drill a hole in some because, trees because only for the stand. stand. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. some stands that have that spike stand, which it is a great system. But no, it certainly hole. doesn't hurt the tree at all. But, uh, yeah, it's not going <laughs> to drink any extra water from having a hole in the in the white wood. Little fool, lots of sap. That's and, right. And listen, how long do these trees last if you're if you're if they're drinking water i mean how long can you keep a tree up honestly they'll, it's they'll, a fire hazard right they'll last through the, as long as you're keeping water i mean a lot of times it'll it'll last uh we have some customers so we're, we're a full service company we take trees uh, we put people's trees in their homes install them and then after christmas we come back and remove them and uh, we have some folks who really love that christmas tree so believe it or not we're taking trees out in as late as the super bowl you know early early february we we encourage people to uh, get get rid of them before that but uh, at the same time Honestly, we've taken trees out in the middle of January, and they're still they're still fresh as a daisy. So if you're taking good care of it, uh, again, just back to not keeping the heat vents on, keeping it away from fires, all that good stuff. Uh, the tree's going to do just just fine. You know, I'm one of those people that keeps it up a long time too, Jim. But that's just because I'm lazy, right? And I, and, I, and I don't get to the point of taking it down. Well, you know, it's 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 funny, Dan, how things do change over the decades. I remember as as a kid back in those days, um, and I'm old, much older than both of you, but back then. They tended to not get go get the tree or put the tree up until just before Christmas. Some of them it was like Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. I used to beg my dad to go the tree. No, we're not putting it up until you know. He thought it was early if you put the tree up two days before Christmas. Wow. And then New at New Year's at New Year's after right off the New Year's you took it down. Well, now people put their tree up. Uh, they put the tree up early and they keep it right. It, it For, is. It's nuts. Talk it's, about uh, that. It really has. Uh, I think it just has to do with just um, you know people wanting to celebrate, you know, and get in that Christmas spirit. It's obviously hard not to because uh, as soon as Halloween's over, you'll start seeing the 
commercials on TV and the jingles on the on the radio and everything, knowing that the uh, Christmas is here. So I think people just kind of get in the spirit early, which, I, you know, it's cool. I mean, why not? It just in, enjoy everything. I used to tell, we usually open up our lots uh, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And I used to tell my managers, I say, okay, yeah, that first weekend, you're just kind of getting set up and make the lot look nice. And, you know, you're really preparing for that Friday after Thanksgiving. You lie, right? Matt Bowman. No, you not lie. anymore. It's As soon as trees hit the ground, we are, we are selling them. They're it is crazy. There, Absolutely. I think the pandemic had something to do with it where, you know, people just really wanted something, a reason to celebrate anything. Right. And, uh, Especially now with yeah. what's going on in the country. No, it's, you're right. You're absolutely right. So it is crazy. We've Let's got go, people. Brandon. Uh, we get the uh, the 15th of November is our first truck arriving this year where we'll uh, we'll start delivering them that uh, really that day. We've got some commercial clients that are ready to get their ready to get their trees in and all our retail lots will open up on uh, yes, yeah, Saturday the 18th this year. So my point is there's a lot more expected of a Christmas tree than there was years ago That's as right. far as it staying nice sure. and not needles and right Dan? Well, listen, besides that too, the I, pressure I, that you put on your <laughs> Christmas tree in the Watkins household is really a sin, Dan. Well, you, I listen, when I, does it go up? When do you put your tree up? You know, I mean, you know what's funny is we we already have it up. Um, <laughs> it's it's it is not the real tree though. That's why I mean I'm embarrassed to say it, but we'll we let do you live. A, we do a Halloween tree. Oh, okay, nice. I've so seen we do that. a Halloween I've tree, and then that. that and then that kind of just rolls right into the Christmas I tree. See. But I I one thing you talked about, and I want to add to. I I feel like this media and everything that's going on, people trying to kill all the traditions in this country. I mean, they've been, they've just, there's been assault on all of our traditions and, and truthfully, right. I mean, this is one of our biggest traditions, right. In the entire country or whatever. I hope they're not going to come for the Christmas tree next. Well, you, well, you remember when they, they didn't want you to say Christmas. They didn't want you to say Merry Christmas. You had to say happy holidays or uh, uh, you know, right, Matt? Yeah, that's I, the I beginning, sure you're, you're right? Gonna... That's the beginning of this garbage yeah. started, you know, back then. And it's yeah. just, they've accelerated it all. Yeah, I, I do think it's, uh, you know, a little bit overhyped because, again, it just the, the man on the street, if you if you talk to your friends and family, right, they're not afraid to say Merry Christmas. No. They're not going to get offended if, if you say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. You know, it, it's it's whatever people choose. And, again, it's it's about uh, the time of year. It, it really is about loving your brother, loving your neighbor, right. loving your family. Right. So that's really what we emphasize and uh, try not to get bogged down in all the uh, – you know, the negativity that is all too prevalent in the world today. Well, there's a lot of non-Christians that I've known, and they laugh when they hear about somebody saying you can't say Merry Christmas. They'll say Merry Christmas. Sure. They, they love Christmas, Absolutely. right? Yep. Because of the overall joy and atmosphere, happy. People like to see people happy. That's it. You know, Dan? Yeah, no, I, I listen, I, I think that's a, a big deal. And um, like you said, I've got plenty of Jewish friends, and not one of them would ever in a million years get offended because you said Merry Christmas. Who in the world would get offended by that? And if you get offended by it, you're the one with the problem. It's it's not the person that said it. You you, you better believe it. Now, now you touched on something real brief, Matt, and I, and I want to, I want to bring it up again because it's so important to our audience to get the right stand. There's a lot of cheap Christmas stands out there. They're going to break. They're going to rust. They're, you know, they're not going to be stable. And you've got to have a good stand. And at Tradition Trees, they carry nothing but a good, high-quality stand. This is going to last for a lifetime, right, Dan? I mean, Matt, go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, they do have a they have a lifetime guarantee on them. They're uh, and they're 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 totally awesome. 
Um, I think it makes sense to just talk about the whole process, right? Of like how to get a good quality tree, what to look for when you're when you're shopping for a Christmas tree, and and kind of uh, you know make sure you do get a tree that's going to last throughout the season. So uh, again, what you want to what you really want to look for, it, it's all about freshness, right? How soon was that tree cut? Uh, before it got to Atlanta. And, uh, you know, I love our, our big box stores here in Atlanta. There's some great, great companies. But you think about all the thousands and thousands and thousands of trees they sell, they've got to start cutting those trees awful early. In fact, we'll see folks, uh, some farms are cutting trees as early as late October uh, for trees that are going to be sold in Atlanta. Uh, that, that tree's not going to last through the through the season, right? So it starts with just finding a good quality tree, and that's what you, you get more often from uh, some of the independent retailers out there. And then uh, noticing what the retailer does to take care of that tree. Is it at least stored in shade? Is it is it in water? Uh, not everyone has the has the capabilities to do that, but if they're at least keeping the trees shaded, that's going to be uh, better off as well. And then there's some tricks when you're actually looking at the tree, with uh, particularly with the Fraser fir or any of the fir varieties. You can grab a branch of the tree and do kind of a gentle pulling back of the on the needle, like kind of pulling the pulling your hand back towards yourself. If you look in the palm of your hand and you see a bunch of needles. Look for another tree. That tree's not doing super not good. If it's good. Already, that's right, absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, just making sure you get a fresh cut on that tree, and then keep it full of water once you once you get it home. You know, in past shows, what I thought was very valuable, what you brought up, is you are also very knowledgeable on the proper way to decorate a tree, which sure. saves people a lot of aggravation. We talk about that. Sure, absolutely. There's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as much fun as the Christmas tree is kind of decorating, it can be uh, can be a pain in the neck uh, as well. But uh, again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So you can uh, uh, kind of anything you do, just the fun of decorating and getting around with the family is what it's all about one way or another. But uh, uh, with lighting, um, we kind of recommend, if you if you like a nice, full, fully lit tree, we recommend adding 100 Set 100 lights per foot, if that makes sense. Most sets of lights, uh, we predominantly, when we light trees for our customers, we use LED lights just because it makes it uh, really idiot proof. If you're still using incandescent, you have to do a lot of calculations to make sure you're not overloading circuits. Everyone remembers Christmas well, it'll story. It'll burn you too. It'll, yeah, they, get, they get, get hot. I yeah. used to get the hell they burned out of me when yeah. I was a kid, putting yeah. on the order. No, you remember that, how, how hot the lights used to be, Dan? I do. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, the LED, Different LED day and lights age, are right? great. They're yeah, LED is the way man. to go. And again, people use uh, you know mini lights. Those are kind of the small kind of pencil pencil tip uh, size lights. You said you were a fan of the C9. Those right. are kind of the more you know bigger bulb thumb size. Right, for outdoors, I, I love the C9s too. I, uh, when when I was growing up, my mom would. Uh, she just had a big uh, a big set of uh, uh, C9 multicolored C9 <laughs> lights, and that's what that's what we had. Kind of people, uh, I don't know. Trend wise, uh, everyone likes the uh, the kind of the elegant. Uh, warm white color, just the the clear the clear bulb look. And but what uh, I'm a color ones? guy. I like Icicle all the colors. Lights Icicle lights. Yeah. You'll see those hanging off of uh, Four Seasons garages all 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 over town. I'm sure. Uh, there, uh, yeah. There's again. That's it. Really, with the technology these days, I mean, it is. It really is crazy yeah, yeah. to to look at everything that uh, you got options wise for for decorating the tree and the home. Well, if you want your if you want your garage door, your all Four Seasons garage door, your all Four Seasons entry door. New garage door, new entry door to look best. If you want to look best, you need to put some of these tradition tree lights around, right? That's you decor, right. You guys decorate. We do, We're going to yeah, get into got, that to the next segment. Awesome. We're going to get into that. Yeah. And, and how about a wreath on the front door? Yeah, no right? doubt. Believe Garland, it. we got it all. <laughs> Actually, talk a little bit about that right now, too, because you do sell the wreaths and, and garland. garland yeah, so sure. maybe just talk a little bit about some of those things that sure. you sell besides the trees. Yeah, we're all things Christmas, you know, whether it's wreaths and, and trees and garland and Christmas lights, we uh, we can we can take care of you. Um, I love garland. I mean, it's just kind of a, a great accent around the 
home. We we put uh, we'll drape some garland over a mantelpiece. Maybe have some cool uh, nativity scene or some candles. Always look mm-hmm. good. Place setting for Christmas dinners. Nice to have a little garland around. Um, and then wreaths. You know, another another great way to kind of get in the season. Whether it's just kind of a a good old wreath with a bow on the front door looks awesome. And uh, we do uh, crazy eight foot wide wreaths for some for some folks. We're we're putting them up uh, putting them up all over town. But yeah, wreaths and garland are a big part of the holidays. And people again, I think that. Uh, Back to you know some of the some of the holdover from the pandemic, the whole nesting thing. People just want to be in the in the spirit, right? So we have customers who they get multiple Christmas trees. They're getting one for the kids' room. They're maybe putting yeah, one yeah, on the I've on the that. back porch where they have their their fire pit and watch some football games. You know, SEC championships on, and they got right. their uh, they got their Christmas tree. We'll watch those dogs uh, take care of business here in a couple of weeks. What a right? wonderful <laughs> idea! What a wonderful idea, right? Well, upstairs, for downstairs, you guys to add a couple more Christmas trees over there at the. That's what room. I need, Jim. That's exactly yes. what I need. Some more. Christmas decorations. Yeah, I don't right. have enough. It only right. takes up 500 square feet right now. You know, for years I used to I used to uh, give them a a, a, a a a Christmas decoration like something large or whatever, right? And uh, I noticed that uh, you guys don't always put them out. I think Dan Dan hit them or something. But anyway, we're up against a break. You're listening to Matt Bowman from Tradition Trees. He's going to be back in just a moment. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Why would you want to listen to anything else? We'll be right back. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and I'm Jim Nearkos, and this is the Big Christmas Show here. It might sound like we're starting a little early, but you got to be prepared. you got to be prepared for the season, right, Dan? You can't wait to the last doggone minute to go out to Tradition Trees Lot and think you're going to get the tree you want because everybody's buying their tree early. Well, you want to maximize and get the... The most dollar value, right? How many days you can have that tree exactly. in your you house, right? You know what? Right? Excellent point. It makes it cheaper that way. This is why the man is the sponsor of the show. He just brought the best point. Get your get your tree early and maximize the time, your investment to have that tree. The kids will love it. Grandma will love it. Everybody will love it. I mean, it's, you know, hey, look, season's going to be over with before you know it. Enjoy it. Stretch it out. Um but I want to talk about, you know, we have a lot of hills and valleys and a lot of 
th- three-story houses and that type of thing. I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not getting up on the doggone roof putting Christmas tree lights on. I think it's dangerous. I think, uh, um, you know, uh, you get it all done. You work for hours, and then there you go. Your father-in-law says, Jim, the little lights aren't twinkling. (laughs) And you have to start all over and check each bulb. You've got a solution for that at Tradition Trees, right? We do, yeah. uh, We're full-service Christmas, so not only do we – uh, help you out with your Christmas tree. We can help you out with your with your Christmas decorations and your and your Christmas lights. We're we've got uh, actually as we speak, we've got uh, three crews out uh, hanging hanging lights uh, and and ready to hang wreaths and garland and all that good stuff. Now there are some do-it-yourselfers out there, so I was going to just kind of give some tips if you are going to tackle the job yourself. Uh, uh, God bless you, number one. Be careful, uh, number two, right? So um, ladder safety is always an easy one, right? Make sure you're, uh, make sure you're on level ground uh, when, you're, when you're getting up on a ladder. Uh, certainly have a buddy around if you can help, whether that's a uh, 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 husband or wife out there, making sure that you're, you're being safe. Uh, if you do fall off, you want to have someone there who can uh, get that ambulance out to you, right? Um, and then some other basics just as far as uh, uh, design and, and safety with, uh, with your lights. Um, again, I recommend using LED. It kind of takes all the guesswork out. You can string uh, 44 sets of mini lights together uh, before you're going to run into uh, any problems with uh, tripping a tripping a breaker or blowing a fuse or any of that good stuff. Um, and again, with uh, uh, you know just simple designs, like I certainly don't recommend going more than a, a ladder uh, uh, height off the. You know, if you've got a ranch, you can handle it. But if it's uh, if it's bigger than that, you really do, and you want to do roof and gutter lines. Uh, again, like the old Clark Griswold style, uh, <laughs> call a pro. You know, call call Tradition Trees. You can call us in Texas at six seven eight nine six four seven zero six six, and we can uh, come up with a design for you. Uh, but again, if you want to do it yourself, um, there's I, I like to think of it as uh, kind of vignettes, right? So you've got your your front door. Hopefully, you've got that all four seasons uh, front door uh, out out there. A, a nice wreath, maybe some garland around the door is is easy to do. You can do garland down railings. That's that's always easy. Uh, if you have kind of some smaller trees, dogwoods, maples, uh, Japanese maples, those are great trees that are easy to light up where you can easily do it nice and safe. Uh, again, with like a dogwood tree, you don't necessarily have to worry about lighting every branch, right? You can kind of pick out three or four, just kind of go for some symmetry. Uh, and then, of course, plan, engineer your your power, right? Where, where do you have an outlet? How much extension cord length do you need to get out there? Try not to run over any sidewalks if you can help it where you don't have a trip hazard. If you do cover a, a sidewalk, you can use kind of landscape staples to keep that uh, keep that cord uh, nice and flush with cement. If you've got an expansion joint in the uh, in the sidewalk, you can run the run the extension cord through there. Uh, mailboxes are another easy thing to decorate, right? You can just get some even some like cut boughs, cut branches from the uh, from the old tradition trees. Lot we'll we'll give them to you. You can kind of tuck those around your around your uh, mailbox or string some lights uh, around your mailbox. But yeah, it's just hey, get in the season, get going. Crepe myrtles. That's another kind of easy one that just have uh, uh, nice straight limbs that you can, again, you don't have to necessarily do every branch, pick out three, four, five, and, uh, and, and go to town. You know, there's all the colors of the rainbow, multicolor, clear, whatever you want. It'll, it'll look great. Well, you know, it sounds like you guys are almost like an information center. I mean, people can stop by the lot and ask a lot of these questions too. And your and your your staff is is trained and 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 educated as you are to answer a lot of these questions. Absolutely right. Uh, as Dan knows, you're only as good as your employees, right? So we spend a lot of time making sure that uh, our associates understand what uh, what they're selling, right? That's uh, everything there is to know about a Christmas tree. And then, yeah, what how, how what's the safest way to hang a wreath or to to hang some Christmas lights? Our our folks can uh, can guide you every step of the way. And if, if they don't know it, they've always got uh, got me to back them up. And I promise you, no one knows more about all this stuff than me. So you're out on the lots too, huh? 
Uh, it's a uh, much to my wife's chagrin. Yes, it's a it's a tough time of year for me. Yeah, she's yeah. she's handling mom duties uh, uh, most of the day because uh, I am uh, I'm up early and back late, and uh, when I am home, I'm tired. So uh, right, uh, right. I still try to be a, a good a good dad to my boys. But the uh, the best part is is that uh, my wife gets an awesome Christmas tree every year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I I didn't even think about that, but geez, for somebody that loves Christmas that much when you're working, you know that that. That's a tough go. I it mean, is, it's yeah. hard to enjoy it like you want. And it is I, what it is. Yeah. I feel like the same way sometimes. That it, it's so busy for me as a business owner that uh, between the the parties and dropping baskets off and then trying to fit everything else in, I feel like sometimes it's Christmas Eve before I'm ready to sure. actually enjoy it, and 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 then I get a break, you know, at that yeah. point. So, well, and I know a lot of people feel that way. It's yeah, just no, busy. They're getting gifts and all that kind of stuff. So. I think some of the services that you provide too that can make it a little easier for you during what can really be a stressful time. No, you're absolutely right, and that that, that hits the nail on the head. I mean, really, we've developed our whole business around making Christmas easy. Uh, it is stressful, you know. It's supposed to be a, a wonderful. It is the one most wonderful time of the year. That being said, Christmas parties and and you know thank you notes and in laws coming to town. It can be it can be taxing. So we just we really try to make Christmas as easy as possible. We can work within any budget that uh, that you've got, whether that's just making sure you get a a great Christmas tree that we're going to tie on top of your car for you. We put it in the stand for you. If you bring a stand to the lot, we'll put it on the, on the stand for you, tie it on top of the car, and uh, that's what, just where it starts. And, Customer and service. I love it. it. Yep, no doubt about it. That, well, you know, can you, how about people who want advice come and say, look, we just moved into a new home or we just got together, we just got married. Well, what size Christmas tree should we should we get? How tall of a tree and all that? Do you have any advice for that? We do, yeah, absolutely. And again, we're we're there to help you out. Uh, we for for folks who are who are um, uh, shopping early. I mean, we do have uh, we have tons of customers who actually buy a tree online. Um, a lot of those end up getting delivered as well. But we have we offer an option to uh, for in store pickup. Uh, we have a text line that people can text pictures and say, "Hey, here, where where am I going to put this Christmas tree in my my room? I just moved into this house. Where should we where should we put it?" So we certainly can help out on the design end. Um, and again, it's back to just kind of what what's going on. I sometimes I go with less is more. You know, you can have a big vaulted ceiling and think, "Oh my gosh, I need a twelve foot Christmas tree." Well, you could, and hey, I'm not going to discourage you from doing that either. But right. at the same time, you know, uh, uh, it needs it's to a fit lot the room. Of work. Yeah, and it needs to just fit the room and kind of fit your lifestyle, right? If you're going to have a bunch of folks in town, do you need to have a, a giant Christmas tree that's going to kind of invade the room where people don't have as much as much room? There's all sorts of stuff to consider, and yeah, we're ready to help you uh, find the right size tree. And people don't realize that you actually bring the tree in decorated and come and pick it up at the end if they want that's that. That's right? right. We do have a lighting service. Uh, I. I uh, I almost wish we had never offered it because it's uh, it is popular and it is really a, a, a pain in the neck. But at this point, people would uh, string me up by my toes if uh, if we stopped offering it. But yeah, we will we'll bring a, a lit tree in if you need help decorating it. We'll do that for you as well. Okay, real quick, we're at the end of the show. Uh, I know you had a special offer for the All Four Seasons Home Show audience. Absolutely, we're going to have a promo code on the website called Four Seasons, and that'll be all spelled out with letters, no numbers. Four Seasons, and we'll give you five dollars off your purchase. You can buy Christmas trees online at traditioncompany.com. You can find us at traditiontrees.com or traditioncompany.com. You can call us. You can text us, 678-964-7066. We've got five Atlanta locations to serve you. Thank you, Matt Bowman, Tradition Trees. Thank you, Dan Watkins, for All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show. Have a great week, folks. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 